in issue, New York Post has this story. An Australian named Jess says that she had an uncomfortable experience when she was watching Magic Mike's Last Dance on her flight from Bali to Australia. Okay, and tell us, tell us what Magic so, Mike's Last Dance is about. <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 7-Eleven on this Friday morning, Wisconsin's Morning News. One of the premier events in Milwaukee summer. The Waterstone Bank Air and Water Show returns Ooh, in 2024. Here we go. Well, because there were years, there was COVID year, and there was post-COVID. Yeah. So, you know, like every year when we get this announcement, okay, good. <laughs> we're good. It's coming. Organizers making that announcement this week. Show dates for the coming summer, July 27th and 28th on the lakefront. So that'll be, think about Milwaukee. That's post-RNC, by the way. One weekend post this is going to be an awesome summer. <laughs> Non-stop. Headliner this year will once again be the United States Air Force Thunderbirds. It's been five years since we've ah, seen them scorching the skies. My guys right? and gals. You flew with those guys, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Think you get another... They reach out usually about, you know, can we get somebody up again? A couple other people who are candidates for that. Could probably sneak my way back into that, but I'm always open to letting someone else right. have that once-in-a-lifetime once opportunity. Once-in-a-lifetime thing. Golden Knights parachute team will be back as well. Milwaukee's 128th Air Refueling Wing on board to support all of these aircraft that come in for the event, and they usually do a display with one of those big KC-35 straddle nice. tankers. Uh, 135, I think. It's the KC-135. There you go. I would get a text on that. Some air enthusiast would know. Tickets aren't on sale yet, but uh, we do know the date, so you can mark it on the calendar. Milwaukee Air and Water Show returns for 2024, July 27th and 28th on the lakefront. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Marky Bucks' luck ran out in Vegas as they fall to the Indiana Pacers in the semi-round of the NBA's inaugural in-season tournament. This one by a final score of 128-119, to eliminating them from playing for the Championship Cup on Saturday night. Giannis led the Bucks with 37 points and added 10 boards, but ultimately it wasn't enough as his team fell short. The biggest thing I believe is that we gotta we gotta want it. You mm-hmm. know, it's nobody's gonna give you nothing. Sometimes I feel like we expect just because we have great players out there that Tyrese Halliburton or Miles Turner or Nate Smith or Buddy Hill would just give us the game. Like, no, we have to mm-hmm. we have to be better. We have to go out there and take it. Since Eric just asked, this loss does count on the ah. Bucks record. If they were to advance tomorrow, or excuse me, well, yeah, tomorrow Saturday. Uh, that game would not count on their record, so but the loss does count. Here's how I know the tournament worked, Brandon, because I was I was frustrated last night with so the was loss. I. I was very annoyed, and normally yep. December loss wouldn't get to me. No, I, I, I'm completely in agreement with you, and so is head coach Adrian Griffin. I think the tournament is good as far as, um, you know, you, you're playing in, you know, high-stakes game. Um, you know, the media, the the uh, 
excitement are all around it. It's been great. I think we handled it well. Not the outcome that we wanted, but you know, you can learn from these uh, these games and what we need to do to get better. And uh, that's what it's about. Uh, take the good, make our corrections, and then get ready for the next game. The Bucks will have a couple of days off before they host the Chicago Bulls on Monday night. The 6-6 six and six Green Bay Packers are prepping for a trip out to the Big Apple to play the Giants on Monday night football. The Pack have won three straight games, and with the schedule softening up a bit down the stretch, the preparation will remain the same in Titletown. Man, we approach it the same way. Um, obviously, we, we take it one week at a time. We give all of our focus to whoever we got that week. Um, and we, we, we give everybody respect. You know, we don't we don't doubt anybody or, or you know, take a game off or anything like that. We, we give everybody respect and just take it that one game at a time. Um, and, and our mindset is just to focus and go win every week. Quarterback Jordan Love there following the team's practice on Thursday. Speaking of practice, the pack did get some good news. Running back Aaron Jones and cornerback Jair Alexander both returned into the practice field. However, receiver Christian Watson did not as he still recovers from that hamstring injury he suffered in Week 13. The second-year wideout spoke at his locker with a bit of an update on his injury. At this point, I'm trying to get back as quickly as I can. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm going to let him know exactly what I can do uh, you know, every day uh, to try to push it as much as I can, as fast as I can. And lastly, we'll stick with the NFL. Week 14 kicked off on Thursday night. A thrilling matchup of the Patriots and Steelers. If you would have told me 10 Ugh. years ago that that would have been a... That's the dog game, that's the, right? <laughs> I, would have, I wouldn't have believed you. Uh, the Patriots did beat the Steelers on Thursday Night Football. as a final of 21-18. to 18. Uh, The second half was just a... Put me to sleep what last What was the night. final? 21-18. Okay, that's better than I thought. It could have been like 6-3. to three. <laughs> The third win for the Patriots of this season. So if you're a Bears fan, you're celebrating that Patriots win. Belichick done? This is last year? Yeah. I think so. Whether he wants it to be or not? Unless they get a top like two pick. If he gets a quarterback for this draft, then maybe he'll stick around. What do I care? You've proven it. Yeah, whatever. 718 on Wisconsin's Morning News. This is one of the deal, one of the reasons that the Hunter Biden plea agreement broke down. As folks were saying, hang on. You're going to make an agreement with him. What does that mean for like the possibility of future charges? Aren't there things still left to investigate? Well, I think apparently there were. Grand jury now returning a new nine-count indictment against the president's son. Here's a sentence you never want associated with your name. The indictment is dripping with salacious details of drug-fueled debauchery. (laughs) Not a good start. No. All right, yes. So Hunter Biden, drugs and a a crazy lifestyle. Federal grand jury returning a new nine-count indictment against the son of the president. Justice Department alleges that Hunter Biden failed to pay more than $1 million to the IRS. And what he used that money on? The 56-page indictment depicting how Hunter Biden allegedly earned millions of dollars from foreign entities from Ukraine to Romania to China and, quote, spent millions of dollars on an extravagant lifestyle at the same time he chose not to pay his taxes. They went on to say Hunter Biden spent his money on drugs, escorts, and girlfriends, luxury hotels and rental properties, exotic cars, clothing, and other items personal in nature. In short, quote, according to the prosecutors, on everything but his taxes. So this was during a time when uh, he was at the lowest of lows, he and his attorneys would say, uh, and you can see that in the indictment, but what the prosecutors are saying, look, but he's still very detailed in finding ways to avoid having to pay taxes. You know, the other thing that stands out to me in that report right there, 56 pages. Yeah, so if one. you want 
any of that as ammunition against current President Biden. And I'm sure we get to whether or not there are anything tied to him. The, the U.S. House is still investigating. They're still talking about moving forward with impeachment inquiry. Mm-hmm. But 56 pages of stuff and most of it not good. And writing off expenses that weren't really business expenses and using that. So what's going to happen next? Well, his attorney last night now responding. Last night, attorney Abby Lowell released this statement to ABC News saying, quote, based on the facts and the law, if Hunter's last name was anything other than Biden, the charges in Delaware and now California would not have been brought. So it's curious now to see what's going to happen as far as this impeachment inquiry goes. That's been out there for a while now, but hasn't really, there's been no trigger pulling, if you will. If this moves that forward, I know the new House Speaker has said that he would like to move that forward. Again, it's an inquiry. So again, like, is that just to keep it in the news? Or are they actually going to find something? Critics would say they haven't found anything yet, that we're just talking about this all the time, just so it's kind of floating out there in the news. Uh, More on the impeachment inquiry. The measure formalizes the impeachment inquiry that's been underway since September when former Speaker Kevin McCarthy initiated it on his own. The move is meant to bolster legal efforts to obtain documents and testimony that Republicans allege the Biden administration is blocking. That's said to include emails to and from Joe Biden during his time as vice president. The White House insists there's been no stonewalling and that there's no basis for impeachment. For this latest... uh Series of indictments, it's looking at 17 years max behind bars. That goes on top of his other charges, which are more than 20 years. Well, one of the one of the reasons that having failed to produce a smoking gun, one of the pieces of circumstantial evidence that Republicans continue to insist ought to be compelling and why it's worth looking into more is where did Hunter Biden get all this money? If you can if you can avoid paying one point four million dollars in federal taxes, that means you had a pretty hefty oh, income. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So where did that money come from? And may, may not have a smoking gun, but they continue to search for that in terms of was he peddling influence and was there knowledge on the president now president's part that he was doing? That? I guess the question I'd have is, why haven't we found that yet? If, if it's out there, then wh- where is it? You know, why would this take so long to be able to find these very specific pieces of evidence or are they being scrubbed somehow you know that's part of the conversation too um so yeah it it looks like that will move forward you know it's interesting and i don't i don't think there's anything i'm not tying the two together at all but i feel like you know who seems like they've been awfully quiet lately like that you don't see out there as much uh the trump kids and do you think there's some like hey hunter biden's stealing all the oxygen right now stand down you guys yeah Keep your distance. Stay out of the limelight. I mean, some of them are dealing with you know, some court situations. The last we heard from them was their testimony yeah, in New York. Correct. Right. But other than that, you don't hear much about them, right? You almost wonder if there's a strategy on the Trump side saying, "Okay, guys, just do your thing. Be quiet. Don't 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 steal any of the oxygen that's currently being taken up by Hunter Biden." When you mentioned Trump, I mean, look at the response from Hunter Biden's attorney, taking a page right out of the former president's book of the only reason you're going after this is politically right, it's motivated. Right. The name, yeah. Right. And so now you have him using the same defense that Trump continues to use. And they had the Biden camp had tried and by Biden camp, I mean, Hunter Biden camp had tried to um, testify open doors. They said that they'd be willing to testify before that House committee as long as it was a open hearing, not a closed hearing. And that was uh, pushed away. I don't know if that would change now or if there would be some open testimony, but I remember at one point, what, earlier this month, the Biden camp were open to that. 
Don't know if they still are. Right, saying like, okay, fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, do it, but everyone's got to see. Everybody sees, yeah, and yeah. then we don't have sourced information right. leaking out or whatever, and everybody's spinning. It'll all be out there yeah. for everybody. Some good and bad news for the Packers on the injury front as they get set for Monday Night Football. Brandon's got that at 745. So what's the deal when it comes to watching movies in airplanes? I think it's a great can, question. Can you watch anything? In issue, New York Post has this story, an Australian named Jess says that she had an uncomfortable experience when she was watching Magic Mike's Last Dance on her flight from Bali to Australia. Okay, and tell us, tell us what Magic so, Mike's Last Dance is about. <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> actually, I never saw the full trilogy of Magic Mike's, but the first one was very good. It's basically about male strippers, and like there's some other stuff involved. And like, okay. He doesn't really want to be a stripper, but he becomes one. Uh, Channing, uh, Channing uh, Tatum is the main guy. I actually really don't care. I just need to get to the fact that there's anyway, going to be some strippers yeah, yeah, on, so, yeah, you know, muscle on the airport and or in your yeah. little seat, yeah. right? So she was watching it. She's one of watching these it on you know, it's one of the offerings, right? Yeah. And uh, she watches that, and, and she gets a note by someone sitting near her, essentially shaming her. It says, hey, you're sinning right now. Here are ways you can repent. And, it, you know, it's offering the Bible, and I can help you with this. This note basically saying, I see that you're watching some something you shouldn't be watching, here's how I can help you repent. That almost takes it in a direction that's not really, to me, the main crux of the story, which is, okay, with, without regard for why she got that note, you could be someone who's sitting with a kid right, right. right back so, there. So Jess claims in the story that she did look around to make sure that there weren't any kids standing okay. around. I have to admit, though, I just watched Hackshaw Ridge when I came back from vacation not that long ago. A lot of stuff blowing up in that. Yeah, right? it's about Desmond Doss, a guy from World War II, the pacifist who didn't want to carry a gun. Amazing story, but there's like a lot of violence, and there's some love scenes and stuff in there, and I got uncomfortable. I was like, geez. And I'm like looking around, I'm like, everyone okay that I'm watching this on this giant <laughs> hey, screen? Hey, look at this guy. I mean, it's part of the airline entertainment. They are offering it. It's not like I was watching it on an iPad or something. <laughs> yeah, I would say if the airlines wanted to sanitize that a bit and go you know, PG-13 or less... I could get behind that yeah. for exactly that reason. This is a really big public space where anyone can see that. I've thought about that on my phone. I'm starting to get through, finally, because we finally got HBO. Okay. Or yeah, Max or whatever they're yeah. calling it now. And so I'm finally doing Game of Thrones, like, Ooh. 20 years late. Watch that on a plane. Boy, first couple of seasons, everybody's <laughs> naked. <laughs> yeah. A lot of death, a lot oh. of nudity. Yeah, cats getting their heads chopped off and naked people all over the place. So I'm just... You know, I'll be somewhere if I got a few minutes. I'm watching on the phone and I'm look exactly. You look around, you're like, <laughs> "What am I doing? Hey, right? <laughs> What's with that guy?" Somebody just walked by. And, no. Hmm. Well, there was a moment that made me chuckle. There's a lot of violence in Hackshaw Ridge, and whenever they make an announcement, they'll pause the video on your screen. So, like, "Hello, attention, hey guys, we're at 10,000 feet or whatever." The pilot will talk or whatever. Well, there's an explosion and a, a body exploding and a head flying one way, and it paused on that, and it said, hey, folks, we're 20 minutes from... Oh, it's just there frozen man. on your yeah, screen? Like, okay, there's this little bloody violence on my screen while he's telling me how long it's going to take for us to land in Milwaukee. What about my solution, then? The airline just regulates that. Kick that down to PG-13, right? I don't know. A lot of good R-rated movies, though. News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. That's heard Saturdays at 10 right here on WTMJ. <laughs> we're still playing this in the background. <laughs> What you did there? I'm going to talk to Greg Pancake Hill, producer of this year's program, right now because we are giving away. So you get it? Give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> Big time comedy act coming to Milwaukee next fall. You can get a pair of tickets from us 
It's Sebastian Maniscalco. He is coming to Fiserv Forum. And we've got two tickets available right now. Now, you can get them yourself. They're on sale right now at SebastianLive.com. But we've got a pair for caller number five to the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. Gets a pair of tickets to the show. So we've given away, well, this will be 10. Two each day here on Wisconsin's Morning News. You are welcome. Wow, this is fabulous. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Marky Bucks in-season tournament came to an end on Thursday afternoon as the Indiana Pacers go on for the 128-119 semifinal win, knocking out the top-seeded Bucks. Despite the tough loss, though, Milwaukee guard Damian Lillard speaking highly about making it to the tournament's Final Four. It was pretty cool to be a part of. Just, you know, it's a it's an all-or-nothing situation, but it's not the end of the season, you know, so it's not quite like the playoffs, but it's, it's something to, to get up for, you know. It's some new excitement, you know, a surprise in the end that everybody's kind of hunting for, and then you look at the, you know, the trip to Vegas, and they roll out the red carpet, just all of the different things that they've uh, made of it. The 15-7 and seven Bucks will have the weekend off before they welcome in the Chicago Bulls on Monday night. The 6-6 six and six Green Bay Packers are winners of their last three games and will look at to make it four on Monday night in New York. Despite multiple injuries all over for the Pack, according to quarterback Jordan Love, it's a major credit for this team to keep on winning. Yeah, guys are stepping up. Um, obviously, in the running back room, a lot of guys have stepped up and played. AJ's been doing a really good job um, with a load of the carries. Um, and then, obviously, in the tight end room, Tucker has done a really good job. Ben Sam stepped up. So, um, this guy is just stepping up. It's that next man up mentality. Um, and guys are taking advantage of their opportunity. During the Packers' win streak, Love has elevated his play to new heights, sparking the potential of making the playoffs in year one of starting. QB1 also speaking on what this last month has done for him as a player. Yeah, it's done a lot, obviously. Um, just to get rolling and get back on a, a win streak right now has been huge just for the team um, and for myself. But um, I think more than anything, it's just giving us that confidence um, and let's go out there and play free, play fast. But uh, obviously, I think things are starting to come together for us. And we're executing plays and just playing at a high level right now. Lastly, we'll head over to college volleyball, where the third-ranked Wisconsin women's volleyball team defeated 14th-ranked Penn State on Thursday to advance to another Elite Eight. Robinson. Still alive. Not anymore. Not anymore and easier. Either is Penn State. The call there on ESPN is the Badgers will now face off with the Oregon Ducks for a chance to head back to the Final Four. Volleyball in Wisconsin, Vince, still alive and kicking, doing very, very well. I anticipate another Final Four appearance from our Badgers. Where's women's volleyball been all our lives? Like, it's exciting. I found myself watching <laughs> and it's that. insanely and, incredible. Right? Did you see the lineup for the Wisconsin Badgers? They had like their stacked. They had their heights measured up to NBA players. Like LeBron James is on, you know, like yeah. these, I mean, they are incredible athletes. It's, it's, it is fun to watch it. But like, and, why is it blowing up now? Like we've had women's volleyball for a long time. When right? My kids were super little. This is how, I don't want to say it was unpopular, but it wasn't where it is now. They all liked Bucky Badger, right? So one of my cousins lives in the Madison area. He's a huge Badgers guy. He goes, you know what you should do? Like if you want the kids to meet Bucky, go to a women's volleyball game. They play, you know, like a, it was a Sunday afternoon we went like the band, you know, small part of the band is there and Bucky's there and he comes up. But since there aren't a lot of fans there, you know, like you can go up and mm-hmm. talk to Bucky and, and it was seat. super cool. And yeah. it was great. I was actually stuck on the volleyball and all that. But <laughs> that tells you like where just in the last 15 years or so this has gone to, oh, go there. Not a lot of people go to those games to yeah. 
selling you, out the coal center. Yeah, I was say, you're lucky to get a seat now. <laughs> right? 7.50, we got Mark Tauscher coming up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. Uh, if I am a food producer, I'm looking at bowl games and saying, I can get a lot of love for a very reasonable amount of money to get into these bowls. Innovative. Some kind of a bacon bowl where you oh. just get something engrossed in bacon, mm. like a trophy that's bacon loaded. And Packers Hall of Famer. You guys laugh at this, but when you start looking at the bowls outside of the college football playoff, Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, what are we talking about? We're not talking about the Gasparilla Bowl. Right. We're talking about Pop-Tarts, bacon, and dipping chicken wings. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. 754, Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Tausch, how about them Lady Badgers on the volleyball court? <sighs> yeah, I, lis- I was listening to you talking um, about taking your kids and why it's a big, de- you know, how it's becoming a big deal. Well, a, we've become the premier program in the country. That always helps. Yeah, that but, helps. Uh, yeah, I just think people didn't get exposed to it. Uh, I give Kelly Sheffield, uh, Wisconsin's coach, a ton of credit because he's gotten onto this platform uh, where he's winning. He won a national championship, been in the mix, and continued to push the ESPNs, the Foxes of the world, to put it on TV. And it's the old Kevin Costner line. You put it out. You know, if you build it, they will come. I think once you started seeing it, and, you know, I love all sports, from, but just from an exciting and – kind of an attention deficit uh, new society that we're in volleyball has got nonstop action and it's exciting to watch. You don't know when the plays over, when you're talking high end teams, like we're at now when you're down to the uh, grade eight, it's just a really fun sport to watch. And I think that's why it's picking up. And uh, it's, it's always great when your favorite team or your favorite school is great at something. I've been pushing women's hockey for years, you know, when my SEC buddies are talking about championships and they're so, yeah, that's great. But you know who else? The Wisconsin women's hockey team, championship after championship. So I think it's a combination of all of those things. But uh, I am really looking for I think if Wisconsin plays Nebraska in that national, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But if they end up playing in the national championship, I think that game will do bonco numbers on ESPN. On the issue of getting ahead of ourselves, um, <clears throat> Eric and I seem to be taking some today because we had the conversation about where you hang the championship banner if the Bucks yeah. win the in-season tournament. Yeah, it was perhaps a bit that. too early. Yeah, uh, we did, and I don't know about you guys, but uh, you know, I was watching uh, watching it, and I was disappointed. Uh, and I think that's the beauty of this in-season tournament because a lot of people are on Twitter and saying that's oh, not that big a deal. It's not in the grand scheme of things. But would we ever have done that if it was a normal game at Market Square Arena in Indianapolis? And we went to give him two rips. I found myself really disappointed that we couldn't have that conversation about where to hang the baby banner uh, in five serve. So it was, I think the NBA, uh, they got the Lakers in the championship, LeBron out in Vegas. I think it's been a raging success. And I was, I found myself as a Bucks fan disappointed that we ended up getting knocked off. 100% agree with you there, Tosh. I, we were talking about it earlier with Brandon, that any other loss in December I could care less about, but this mm-hmm. one bothered me. 
Yeah, it's so, I mean, in the credits, it's so silly, but I think that's the beauty of it. And I think that's why that, you know, the NBA kind of got what they were looking for. And, you know, I'm sure after kind of reviewing it, they'll tweak it and try to figure out how they can maybe streamline it. So there's not games in between. I don't know if they'll be able to pull that off, but I think all in all, even from the Bucks standpoint with a disappointing loss, uh, I can't think of anyone that would say this wasn't a raging success. I'm all for spicing it up, too, and having some things different. And I, I appreciate the NBA wanted to give it a, a different look. But that court last night was ridiculous. Those guys, <laughs> It looked like a video game. Like, you could almost have sold to me, like, hey, this is a virtual reality game between you <laughs> with the Bucks out there as, you know, avatars. Well, Vinny, I think that's exactly what they were trying to get to get you to think. So, uh, I mean, yeah, the the Miami Heat game when the Bucks played down there, I literally that like isn't the color red? That's for like uh, when it's that red. It's there's there's some psychological testing that's been done that that's you know triggers certain. I didn't like that either, but you know what? I don't think we're the demo that the NBA was looking for. I think this is young and hip and i know you're hip oh i'm not sure if you're young i, I might be younger than i am hip but dame, and i ain't young dame lillard <laughs> was asked about what, what could make it better and he told rachel nichols that there are two things that could make it better next year one is more money give the give the players okay. more money well, and they'll course. play even more right there you go the other yep. thing he said is you gotta change the floors <laughs> <laughs> is that right i well, like I'm, play uh, on that right I, I'm definitely on board with that. I think the money. I mean, at some point, uh, you know what? I'm a capitalist. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything on that. But I think the the fellas have played really hard, and the fact that we've seen that. Why don't we see that every night? You're making a bunch of money. Let's go. I don't think you need to be for, you know what I mean? I, like, let's go, guys. The fact that these guys are all playing now, I like that. I tr- hopefully we can keep that spirit so that the NBA regular season can be as important. But I'm not gonna hold my breath on that one. Talk again. Have a great weekend, Tausch. You too, guys.